Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. I'm Kim Grenolds of Dogman.com with Jason Shear from Wildcat Authority on the 24-7 network. 20 uh, Again, uh, WildcatAuthority.com. Jason Shear has been, you've been doing this a while, haven't you, Jason? Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been almost uh, 15 years, I think, at this point. Oh, boy. You know, you're one of those guys, if we sat down, me, you, Tracy Pearson, and all those guys, we'd have some stories. But uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> tell me what's going on down at u of a what's going on just you know first of all let's touch bases on basketball just give us a quick update on what's going on with u of a basketball yeah they uh they just had the red and blue game uh in, in media day and it's kind of shifting towards uh towards that part of the season and um you know the other day we got to talk with the players and, and tommy lloyd and all that and it's a it's a different looking team a bit but you know, when in this town, when basketball starts to kind of pick up in any way, the the town gets excited, and um, you know, there's there's some good pieces there, and it'll be interesting to kind of kind of see how the team evolves. Still going to be a top top twenty team, top top of the conference team. Yeah, I think it'll probably be one of the the better teams in the conference. There's there's no reason to believe that it won't be, and um, you know, that it's kind of they lost some pieces to the NBA, obviously, but. They also brought in some good ones, some transfers, Courtney Ramey from Texas and and a few other newcomers. So they'll be fine. And Tommy Lloyd, how's he being accepted down there? He's awesome. People love him. Really nice guy. Very open and honest with with what he says. And, uh, you know, everything's good when you're winning. <laughs> so so for now, uh, uh, people like him. But um, he's he's very uh, different than Sean Miller was. And I think that was kind of needed in the community. and. And people have welcomed him with open arms. Jed Fish, kind of a left field hire uh, for Arizona. How's he being accepted down at Arizona? Or, you know, still just everything geared towards basketball and football and afterthought? No, I mean, he's he's done really well. I think that he made the right decision and being really aggressive in the community and, and getting out there and and really talking to people in Tucson. And the thing that he's done well is he's been very honest. He said, you know, this is a, this is a process. It's going to take some time and and we're going to lose some games in the process. And that's just where we are. It's kind of a rebuilding phase. And I think people are, are taking him at his word and he's done a nice job of because he's honest and all that, he's kind of built patience within the community. So if Arizona does get blown out or, or loses a game, I, I think for now, People are handling it better than than they maybe would have in year four or whatever. But he's done a nice job of of kind of having people understand where the program is. You know, Delora is the storyline up here in Seattle and with the University of Washington football team at Wazoo last year when they defeated Washington. And he planted the flag out at midfield, and that's kind of not going to be forgotten. Have you seen the bullseye on his chest, or is he still wearing it under his uniform? <laughs> it's interesting because in a press conference that was just completely unrelated 
uh, early in the year. Like we asked about Washington State and and anything that he could take back or what he learned. And the first thing he said was, "I learned I should have never planted that flag." Like he's like, "I I think about that all the time. Should not have done it. Was not smart." You know, we we haven't talked to him this week, but you can tell some of the Washington players remember. And I mean, it, I'm sure it's a thing. And the, the thing with Jaden Delora is he he doesn't shy away from it. I mean, yeah, he's he's apologetic and he probably shouldn't have done it, but he's not one to, you know, kind of back down from the moment. If anything, he kind of rises to it and he understands that there's probably a little bit more pressure on him this weekend. You think he's really sorry he did it? You know, I, I kind of do because he he brought it up on his own. Like it was there was no reason for him to apologize. We didn't ask about it. He kind of he kind of just brought up on his own and said, you know what, I that was stupid. He's like, I got caught up in the moment. It wasn't me. I you know I I look forward to playing there again this year, but I I know what it's going to be like. Um, it was kind of of genuine and organic. Had it been like, oh, do you feel bad about that? And, and then he answered it. I probably wouldn't believe him, but you know it it kind of and maybe he regrets it because he has to go there this year. But um, it it seemed to be genuine at the time. Tell me about that offense that Jed Fish is running. It's really good. Uh, you know, the in in you know, a lot of that is Jaden Delora. When when it's not going well offensively, it's often because Arizona's defense is failing to make stops and Arizona's working from behind. And Jaden Delora has an issue where he kind of pushes when Arizona's losing, and that's when his mistakes come. Uh in closer games, the offense has been fantastic. Uh the wide receiving core of of uh Jacob Cowing, Dorian Singer and and T Mac is as good as I've seen here in a in a long time. They they throw the ball, they do it effectively. Each guy has a different playing and receiving style. Um so when they're when they're throwing it all over the place, um they're really good. They have a tight end, Tanner McLaughlin, transferred from Southern Utah, who's also played well. Uh running backs, they have a handful. Uh the offensive line is probably the weakness of of the offense, but um, it's had some really good moments, and you know it's hard to say because the struggles came against Mississippi State, who's really good, and then Oregon, um, who's really good, especially up front. But uh, the offense can put up points in a hurry, and when you look at it, it's really not the fact that other teams have stopped it. It's kind of Arizona has stopped itself. It's made mistakes that were unforced or or penalties that kind of stall the drive. But when that offense is clicking, it is it is really good. Tell me, uh, you know, how would you describe the offense? You know, if you had to just describe it in general, what kind of an offense is it? You know, it, it's it's multiple. Uh, it's it's going to probably be 60-40 pass. Um, Jetfish doesn't have an issue running the ball, but a lot of the times it just comes down to the, the passing game works better. But it, it's what it's going to do is it's going to get um, – it's going to get the defense in open space. And so Jacob Cowing is probably the guy there. He's going to get the ball in open space, one-on-one situations, and Cowing's going to win most of them. But what it does is it puts pressure on the defense to make plays and make the initial tackle. And um, when when that offense is going, it's because there's space around and it's kind of letting the playmakers make the plays. Other than Delora, you know, Washington fans, if they're looking into what's going on at Arizona, Jacob Cowing is the name that's really, really out there. He seems to be the Pied Piper on that offense. Tell people a little bit about him, uh, where he came from, and how he's fit in. Yeah, so he's a, a UTEP transfer for whatever reason. He, he's actually from Phoenix, but for whatever reason, he wasn't really recruited out of high school. Went to UTEP, 
uh, put up insane numbers and, and basically hit the portal and was offered by most schools. It came down to Arizona and Florida. Uh, he has a family, has a child. They live in Phoenix. And so that played a big part. Um, but he's come and, and he, he isn't just a player that was playing at UTEP that put up some, some heavy numbers and he happened to, to be the beneficiary of that. He is really, really good. And he's climbing up the charts already for Arizona receiving. He is an NFL player. Um, you know, he, he's a slot guy. So a lot of times that he has a mismatch because a linebacker or a nickel, they're, they're not able to guard him or cover him. And, and especially in man, um, he chews up man defenses. And so he's a guy where, you know, we, we kind of thought that he would be good when he arrived at Arizona, but he's probably exceeded all expectations. He is everything that he's advertised to be. You mentioned the offensive line being the weak point on that offense. Tell people a little bit about that and what they can expect to see. Uh, can they protect the quarterback? Can they open up some holes for the running backs? I mean, it, it's not an awful offensive line. I, I think that there's been games where it's played really well uh, against Cal, you know, which is a decent defense. Um, Arizona's offensive line was fantastic. The, the struggles really came against Mississippi State and Oregon, who are, you know, two good defensive teams. Uh, Jordan Morgan, a tackle, is probably an NFL player. The, the jump that he's made from from last year to this year is is really impressive. Um, they have a true freshman, Jonas Savanea, who doesn't look like a true freshman. I mean, he's absolutely humongous, uh, underrated coming out of high school, even though he was a four-star guy. He's going to play as many snaps as possible. The real issue is actually with the upperclassmen. Uh, Josh Donovan and Peyton Fears have not played well this season. Josh Baker, the center, uh, has just been inconsistent. And so it's almost a situation where you don't really know what you're going to get from the offensive line. There's talent and they could play well, but it also wouldn't surprise me if, you know, an aggressive defensive Washington gets aggressive and blitzes quite a bit if Arizona's offensive line struggles. Um, Jaden Delora also makes them look better because of his mobility and the fact that he can get out of the pocket, um, he makes the offensive line look a lot better than it really is at times. If you're Washington's defensive coordinator, how do you attack that Arizona offense? Uh, I'm blitzing. I'm, I'm trying to make Jaden Delora as uncomfortable as possible. When when he sits in the pocket, he is really good. Um, and, and yeah, he's mobile. But when you get him to force things, uh, he doesn't like to take sacks. He'll He'll try to make plays that sometimes aren't there but you got to be aggressive and try to kind of get them off pattern. And if you do that, you're going to be a lot more successful. If you sit back in man or zone or whatever it may be, it's, it's going to be really tough for you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
when talking about Arizona, uh, a lot, most of the talk is about the offense. We don't hear a lot about the defense. You know, give us a little bit of an idea of what kind of scheme they're running and how effective have they been so far this year? Yeah, you don't hear much about it because it's bad. <laughs> it's just, it is, uh, it is not a good defense right now. Scheme wise, I mean, they honestly, they switch it up like as much as possible. It, I, I will say that. In terms of Washington's opponents, Arizona defensively will be as multiple as Washington has probably seen all year. And, and, and part of that is because they're trying to figure out what works. Um, you know, linebacker wasn't working. So now at linebacker, Jacob Manu is starting at the will. He's a true freshman, smaller guy, but plays really hard. Um, and then they also benched Gunnar Maldonado, who's plays star. It's basically a nickel position. And now they're starting UCLA transfer DJ Warnell. So they've made some personnel moves this week. Uh, the biggest issue is they just the, – the secondary is not bad, but they cannot stop the run. It, it is one of the worst run defenses that Arizona's had in a while. It's one of the worst in the country. They're allowing more than 200 rushing yards per game. It is a, a major issue and one that probably can't be fixed with the personnel on the roster this year. One of the surprise hires this year is somebody that Washington is very familiar with. When Johnny Nansen was named the defensive coordinator, I don't think it was just at Washington that kind of go, huh? How's Johnny Nansen being perceived as a defensive coordinator at Arizona? Yeah, it was a surprise. And the way that Jed Fish explained it was basically that he trusted Nansen as a coordinator, but really the emphasis was on recruiting. And there's no doubt that that Johnny Nansen can recruit. Um, he, he's very good at that. I, I think the, the, the verdict is still out on whether or not Nansen is a good coordinator. Uh, you know, it, the defense has struggled. And at the end of the day, the, a lot of that responsibility lies with him. And and he does a nice job when he does his weekly press conferences. He'll straight up say, it's it's my fault. And, you know, the personnel isn't there uh, at certain positions. Linebacker, for instance, it's just not there. Defensive end, it's it's kind of not there. And, um, you know, there's, there's not a lot of depth. They brought in guys from the portal that haven't worked out. And so the jury's still out on Nansen, but... Um, right now, there's probably not a lot of positives because the defense is so bad. And if it's like this next year, it, it'll probably reflect more on Nansen. But uh, for the most part, he's kind of getting a free pass this year uh, because he needs the ability to bring in his personnel and all that. Washington's quarterback, Michael Penix, is you know, you know one of the top guys in the country in yards per game. He's having a dynamic year. How concerned should Arizona fans be about Michael Penix throwing against that secondary? Yeah, I mean, they're, Washington's going to put up numbers and points. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Christian Roland Wallace at one of the cornerback spots is is very good, uh, one of the better in the conference. The issue is that the other cornerback, <clears throat> they've really struggled. Uh, Traydon Stukes, is, he plays hard and he has his moments, but he's a little small right now and um, kind of struggles in certain areas. Safety, uh, Jackson Turner is questionable. We'll probably get an update on him um, before the game at some point, but uh, he is really good. He's one of the better safeties in the country, according to PFF. And uh, he's the guy they, they badly need. So if he's playing, they'll be better. But the real issue has been the nickel, the lack of coverage there. And then the other cornerback spot, it just hasn't been very good this season. And, and part of it is, look, when, when you're when you're giving up 200 rushing yards a game, eventually you got to load the box. And and that's when Arizona has been killed with the pass. If If there comes a point where Arizona's defense can play straight up against another offense, I think the secondary will be fine. The problem is that just hasn't happened a lot this year.
you know, if I ask you where, if you're a Washington offensive coordinator, how you could attack that uh, Arizona defense, I'm expecting the answer to be any way he wants. Yeah, but I think it would be a a mistake to come out there throwing because I, I think that the run defense, like it is really bad. <laughs> like, I mean, Cal ran, Jaden Ott ran for 300 yards. And I think Arizona would welcome Washington coming out throwing because you're kind of delaying the inevitable there. I mean, if, if, if Washington commits to the run early and often and allows that to open up their passing game, they'll be able to score as many points as they want, pretty much. Washington's got some big guys on the offensive line, you know, and they should, you know, if they're able to get the push, is it a size issue with Arizona? Is it a skill issue? Is it a scheme issue? What do you think that is? It, it's kind of tough to say. I, I think a few guys have, have been disappointing. You know, Jalen Harris is a senior. People expected more out of him. He hasn't done anything this season. Uh, Keon Barr's inside hasn't really done much. And, and he was a guy that had five and a half sacks and was preseason all pack 12. And, and, you know, for whatever reason, he's not the same guy. Um, Hunter Eccles, the USC transfer, has actually played pretty well. But uh, a lot of it comes down to depth. I mean, they expected Tia Savea, who's the UCLA transfer, to come right in and if not start, play a ton. And he's been injured most of the season. And they're playing true freshmen inside. Uh, they're playing, you know, freshmen on the ends as backups. And so right now the the depth isn't there and they just don't have that impact guy that could kind of make a difference each game. What else do we need to know about Arizona before the game? I, I would say, you know, it, it's I, I think they're they're very well coached on the offensive side of the ball. And I think on the defensive side of the ball, uh, you know, they're just they're smaller. I mean, they got guys that, you know, Jacob Manu is a six foot freshman linebacker. They got, they played, I think it was 12 true freshmen last week on the defensive side of the ball. So I, I think people should know they're, they're kind of trending in the right direction. Uh, but Washington is probably the better, you know, more experienced team. But uh, I'm excited about the game. Jason Shear from wildcatauthority.com, the Arizona site on the 24 7 network, to kick off on Saturday at 2 30. I would leave early. Mariners are playing. Traffic is going to be tough. So, Jason, thanks for jumping on with us. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You ready for this? Yeah. If is the most original and heartfelt movie in years. Magic like this comes around once in a lifetime. This Friday, experience it with your whole family. Can we do it again? If. Ready PG.